Welcome along to the right. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this man back. You probably have seen him on social media out there doing incredible social experiments. And I just think these are great videos. He's got a new book out, too. It's called Do Not Comply, Taking Power Back from America's Corrupt Elite. It's Will Witt. Will, how are you? Good to see you again. I'm great, man. How are you? I'm doing very well. Now, people can go to theflstandard.com is the website. But I, I've got to bring up something that's not the book yet. We'll talk about the book in a minute. I've got to bring up the video with you dressing up with a sombrero and a fake mustache and walking around. Well, that was some of the most pertinent social media that I've seen in a very long time because the left will lie and call things cultural appropriation. The left will lie and say you can't wear a sombrero, you can't speak with a Spanish accent, and you can't somehow enjoy the culture of other people other than yourself. So if you don't mind, just I'm going to set the scene and then take it from when you go to the, uh, to, to the neighborhood where people actually are Mexican. I'm going to set the scene. You're walking around. Is this Manhattan? Where, where did you go? This is in L.A. So it's, it's U- in L.A. Yeah. UCLA is the college. I was at. So, so you go to UCLA and, and you, you meet up with a bunch of elitist dweebs that don't understand anything. And you're wearing the, the sombrero and the fake mustache into a person. They were offended, weren't they? Oh, many of the people were offended. What you find is that all of the rich white liberals are usually the most offended on minorities' behalfs. It's not the people who are actually supposed to be offended. Even at the college, the Mexicans who I talked to, the Mexican students, were not offended by it. It was always the, the rich white liberals who felt like they needed to come in and, I guess you could say, white knight the, the minorities. And so, yeah, it was basically irrefutable evidence that the left was wrong about cultural appropriation. They even put me on Dr. Phil to talk about it. Why exactly do you think that is? I'm, I'm a white guy. You're a white guy. I mean, I'm Southern Italian, so uh, the, the white supremacists don't like people like me. But having said that, um, we're white guys, and we can enjoy all cultures. I don't feel like I have to save anybody from the, the meanness of society. What is it about the white, elite, Democrat, liberal progressives that makes them think they're somehow the caretakers? Are they trying to prove that they're not racist, or do they think that they're in charge? What, what is it? Well, I think they do think they're in charge. I think it's very narcissistic. I think they want to come and say, well, I am the new overlord of this world. And because the world is unfair and unjust towards all these minorities, I need to come in and save them. So it's really sad when you think of that, because what has happened in America is that Nietzsche said it, Nietzsche said it best when he said God is dead and we have killed him. Essentially, Christianity and God has essentially disappeared from the West and they've needed a new religion to come on and, and be the, the, the new ethics system in this country. And that's where leftism comes in. That's where the this racism stuff comes in, the climate change movement comes in. Instead of saying Jesus is a Messiah or we have some higher power, it is now I am the higher power. I am the Messiah. I am coming to save black people from racism. I am coming to save the climate from the evil corporatists who want to destroy it. I'm coming to save trans people from the bigots. So I think these people have gone so narcissistic that they really herald themselves as new gods. It's uh, Will Witt. Go and follow him, The Will Witt, over on Twitter or X, whatever we're calling it now. So you go from UCLA to, uh, is this another part of L.A. that's mainly those who are Mexican in ethnicity? It is, yeah. It's called Alvera Street. And so What do they say? They loved it. They love my costume <laughs> dressed up as a Mexican. Of course they do, because the people who are supposed to be offended are never the ones who are actually offended, because it's cultural appreciation, not appropriation. These people did not want someone else getting offended for them on their behalf. They ended up loving the costume. And when I told the white students on campus who actually sold me the costume, Mexicans, they were dumbfounded. They didn't know what to make of it. It's the strangest thing. Just last week, I think it was, might have been the week before, the governor of Washington State, I think it was Washington State, no, it wasn't, it wasn't in, it was Oregon. The governor of Oregon is signing a piece of legislation behind her are 
Latino people and black people and Asian people, and she's got a big, giant smile on her face. She's signing into legislation that you can't grade people on papers anymore. Everybody gets a passing grade or something. Everybody, no, no, Nobody at all get, gets to be held back anymore. We're just going to send everybody through. Look how great we are. See, because, because those who are in minority groups uh, aren't passing as much as white kids are. So this is how we'll fix it. We won't fix it by, by focusing on what the problem is with the learning curve for minorities. We'll just say everybody gets a passing grade and l- look at how well we educated them. Th- that's kind of what we're talking about, isn't it, Will? Yeah, well, it's a culture of low expectations. When you yes. don't expect much from people and they can get away with it, why would they not do the bare minimum? You know, you have young people in this country who don't really have a purpose, don't really have a mission in their lives. And when you give them everything for free, you are not exacerbating any sort of passion within people's lives. You're making it so easy for them. But our lives are not supposed to be easy. Our lives are supposed to be difficult. You're supposed to face trials and tribulations to make you a stronger and better person. Without these kinds of hardships, without difficult things happening, then you're just going to be someone who cozies through life and then eventually dies with really nothing to show for it. Life to get meaning and to, I guess you could say, suck the nectar out of life, it has to be difficult and you have to put yourself in uncomfortable situations. Have you been on Joe Rogan? Because I'm pretty sure he talked about that video. I have not. No, he did talk about the video, but I haven't been on the show. He should have you because uh, you're you're a young guy who's out here making a difference, and you really can permeate the people of your same generation and even younger by by showing them the truth. Here's the problem, though, with the book that you've got. The book is called "Do Not Comply: Taking Power Back from America's Corrupt Elite." You probably already have already faced this, but those on the left will say, "Well, wait a second. You said that uh, George Floyd should have complied. You said that anybody who's killed in a police, you know, involved shooting should have complied. And now the right is saying don't comply. How dare you? How do you respond to that? Well, what I respond to when I talk about do not comply in the book, it's about more than just COVID and masks. You know, that's what obviously people jump to when they think of do not comply. But it's really about when anyone tries to come and tell you that you are not supposed to think, you are supposed to just obey, do not comply with the things that people just want you to be a slave for. And so that comes with when I talk about in this book, it is not just about Republican values, Republican ideas, or even conservatism in itself. It is about doing the right thing. It is about goodness. It is about standing up for what is right, the real objective of truth and that is irreverent of political party so when it comes to not complying it's really about more than just you know here's my political statement on do not complying and let's try and point out the left's hypocrisy yeah 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 it's about anyone who wants to turn you into a slave you cannot comply with any of these people it's very interesting because you're, you're dead on right. And you can go and get, can they go to your website or should they go to Amazon? Where should they go to get the book? Amazon to get the book, Do Not Comply, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, wherever books are sold, really, you can get it. Okay, go and get it. It's called Do Not Comply, Taking Power Back from America's Corrupt Elite. The interesting thing is they pretend they're the victims. Like, they'll say, you must be accepting, tolerant, you must be open to different ideologies and so on. And if you're not, their response immediately is, why does it bother you so much? What's the answer to that? It's not that it bothers me so much. It's being forced upon me. And like you said, they're trying to control your thoughts. But what is a, what is a direct response to somebody who says, why does it bother you so much if I'm gay or, or bi or trans or whatever? Well, because of the slippery slope fallacy. I mean, just 20 years ago, you had people like Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton coming and saying that we don't believe in gay marriage. 
gay marriage should be illegal. And now what do you have? Everywhere you go, every 10 seconds, you see something about trans ideology. You see everything that is love black, love gay, all these kinds of things. They've turned it into the purpose of their lives. When you see people who are so indoctrinated with this new religion of leftism, this religion of victimhood, it, it is bad for society. You know, people say, well, live and let live. And, and you can have things in your own home. But that's never really the case, is it? Because the things that people do within their own homes end up leaking out into the rest of the world. If you are committing evil acts within your own home, not saying, you know, being gay in your own home is an evil act. But if you're doing something evil in your home, it will permeate out into the rest of the world. And so we need to be careful of just this live, live and let live mentality because it leads to all sorts of things. Now we have we have little boys getting their penises cut off and the arms get, getting the, the the skin getting ripped off of little girls to make fake penises for them for this transgender ideology. It's sickening stuff. And that's what what complacency will get you. Yeah, it's exactly right, because when you actually break down what they're doing to little boys and girls, whether it's puberty, so-called puberty blockers, which are not, they're off-label drugs for something else, and they're using this to stop the natural course of what your hormones should do and what your body should do. But when you talk about that and you say you're against it, why are you against queer kids? Why are you against filling the blanket? i got to tell you something, man. I don't think I kissed a girl until I was 15, something like that. I did not worry about my, my persuasion, you know, through my, uh, my early childhood from birth until 11. So at the end of the day, we're forcing something on people who are two, three, four years old because of crazy parents and a crazy society surrounding them. So what's the end goal? Why do you think they do it? Why do you think they want more trans kids or gay kids or the queer ideology for young people? It's not just to, to have them accept it as they get older. They literally want them to identify as something they're not. Yeah, well, it's very easy to control them that way. If someone comes on and says, well, I am gay, I am trans, uh, I am, you know, identify as a wolfhound, whatever it is, yeah. and come and do this. Well, now your identity as a person is tied to a political ideology. So anything that has to do with these types of issues, anything that has to do with black, with with, you know, Latinx or whatever they call it and trans, whatever that is. Yeah. All those kind of things. They are now connected to the Democrat, to the leftist political ideology. It's Marxism 101. And so if they can make it so that they can push all of these people into their identities, into their collectivism, then they can control them forever because then they're a part of this political ideology. You pit them against each other and then tell people that they're not patriots if they don't actually support it. It's well, you probably you probably have run into people uh, who agree with this, but I've never met a Hispanic person who likes Latinx or Latinx. Uh, yeah. They think it's kind of stupid. Um, are you mean? Do you have to be some leftist elite on one of the coasts to think that that's a normal thing? I think so. Yeah, I don't find many people who say Latinx or Latinx or you know <laughs> whatever that is. Yeah, people of color when it's really you're just a black person. You know, I'm just a white person. All these different names and things. You're 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 capitulating to these people and you're you're really coddling them in a way. You're making them seem like so weak. It's like affirmative action. You're basically telling black and Hispanic people and Native American people that you are not as smart or as good as white people or Asian people. So we need to give you this leg up. And it's, by the way, the, the liberal elites really believe that. They really do believe that, they, that they're lower than them. They okay. act like they're advocates. They're not. They're treating them almost as if they're still slaves. That's really what they're doing. Just look at, just look at when Joe Biden acts like real Joe Biden. I mean, mm -hmm. he just called LL Cool J boy the other day. This, mm -hmm. is, this is who they really, they really do believe that they're above them as they're saying, no, no, I'm just here to help. 
Well, that's what's so ironic about it. They want to be that savior. They want to fill their head with the savior complex and make themselves feel very mighty, like they have some sort of power or control in their own little lives. When in reality, they are the racist people in America who are trying to turn us into a new civil rights era with how they're dividing people. I mean, you're watching the latest NFL games, and it says on the end zones, end racism now, or something something along those lines, end <laughs> racism. That doesn't help anyone. All it does is stoke more fear and racism into people by making us think that it's actually a problem. But the majority people are not racist it's these radical leftists who are the real racists in america today yeah, it's very interesting uh, will wick go and get his book it's called do not comply taking power back from america's corrupt elite get it where you get fine books his website is the flstandard.com go there and follow him on on social media as well the will wick i've always tried to figure this out and it might be a combination of all of them it's narcissism certainly like you said but it's also about centralized power and control but does that mean they want power and control so that they can be treated like a god or is it because they want the money or is all that included well i think in our america today money makes you feel like a god i think that okay. we've not just the religion of leftism but the religion of money and consumerism and then the religion of science and technology and all three of those these three kind of pillars of of our modern age kind of make people feel like a god on this earth. You try and create utopia on earth, but you try and create it, you're going to fail every single time. You cannot create utopia on earth. You cannot create gods on earth. You can just create very insecure people who feel like their lives mean something different than it actually does because they're so worried about these worldly things. But, you know, you, you lose your soul on the way to gaining worldly possessions like that, and it's never worth it. But these people don't ever see that, and they take away our rights and freedoms in the, the act of gaining their own their own worldly things. Yeah, uh, it's Will Witt, the Will Witt over on Twitter. How is X working for you? X, uh, shadow bands, ghost bands, I, I doesn't matter what I post. Nobody sees anything because back in the day, a few years ago, I dared see hydroxychloroquine works, which, by the way, it does. Um, but I posted that, was suspended till I took it down, have never sh shaken it since. I like Elon Musk's ideology. He seems to be the guy who wants free speech, but still not. I'm not getting anywhere. Are you, is your stuff being seen on Twitter or not? No, not at all. No, my stuff on Twitter absolutely sucks. It's gotten no better since Elon Musk has taken over. I guess maybe because I'm not in the Twitter blue stuff, the people aren't seeing my things. They want you to kind of pay for play at this point, and yeah. I don't really want to do that. However much it is, $8 a month, I just still don't yeah. do it. So No, no, I actually paid the $8, which doesn't help much, because I think that he whitelisted a few conservatives, really big account conservatives, and then everybody in the left was whitelisted. If I see Krasenstein in my, in my timeline one more time, they keep on suggesting I follow the guy he's just this leftist progressive guy who makes stuff up but but um the whole freedom of reach or freedom of speech not freedom of reach or lawful but awful that kind of told us didn't it will that social media is never really going to be free speech is it no it is not and it works on the continuum of people getting things that they already agree with yes. and that's what's so bad about social media is that it really is a divisive platform you know we talk about how how free big tech platforms are against conservatives they're against republicans all this kind of stuff yada 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 they're not really they're not against conservatives who say normal conservative things they're not against republicans who who talk about running for office and normal republican things yeah. they're against truth tellers that's the difference. And so when it comes to conservative media and these kind of things, lots of conservative media is getting tons and tons of play on social media. I mean, you're seeing these conservative videos getting millions of views, uh, tweets getting thousands and thousands of likes and retweets. It's not that conservative media is being shadow banned. It's that the truth is being shadow banned. When you Absolutely. When you truth out there. And that's what's so scary about it, but people don't want to realize. And then we're so focused on the, you know, Republican this, Democrat that. It's not really even that. We need to be looking deeper at it.
it's either truth or fiction, and and those who are getting all that virality that you talked about are playing the game. They're saying the right things, and they're holding back from the truth. And, and I think what you said is absolutely right. It's Will Whitgate, do not comply, taking back power. We're taking power back from Amer- America's corrupt elite. One last question. I've never gotten a really good answer to this. You're out and about all the time. You see these things happening every single day. There's another video of a mob of young black people breaking in somewhere and stealing all the electronics or stealing all the stuff out of the convenience store or stealing all the drugs off the shelves. And you've got people like Brandon Johnson in Chicago say, you can't call them mobs. These are gatherings of young people with no opportunity. Do you know why those elites who are in power want there to be anarchy in the streets, want people specifically of a, of a one race and the youth of that race to go and do anything they want and not face any consequences? What do we gain as a society by letting that happen? Genesis 1-1, God created the heavens and the earth, but he didn't just create matter in this or, or earthly things. He created order. God created order in this, and this is why the left hates God in America, because they thrive on chaos. They love chaos. So when you see people who are going around and doing chaotic things, saying communism is good, that's chaos, saying men can have periods, that's chaos, America's a racist country, that's chaos, people going and stealing these things, that is chaos. They thrive on this chaotic atmosphere. It gives them power, and it gives them power over people. Wow. So it's just a matter of making us less godly, by allowing something to go on that God would disagree with. I think so, yes. Wow, amazing. Well, well good stuff. Um, don't don't take your time coming back. We want you back more often. It's at The Will Wit, T-H-E-W-I-L-L-W-I-T-T. The name of the book is Do Not Comply, Taking Power Back from America's Corrupt Elite. I appreciate you coming on, brother. Let's talk again soon. Thank you, man. I'd love that. Appreciate it a lot. All right, well, we'll talk soon. Back after this. Stay right here. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. We appreciate Will Witt coming up. Next hour will be Dave Coleman. He's the uh, senior legal counsel of the Great Lakes Justice Center. Great Lakes Justice Center dealing with Michigan trying to circumvent federal law when it comes to elections and who decides how elections will go. And also a new rule that says courts have to use the pronoun preferred by the people that are in court. So if a woman says, call me a he, you have to. If some dude says, call me zeer, you have to. They say, use they, you have to, which sounds ridiculous. It just does. Um, and, and, and courts should not have to deal with that. You should go by whatever your biological sex is, whatever your biological gender is. Gender and sex are exactly the same. I don't care who you are and what you think. Um, at the end of the day, it's not one is a, a social construct, the other one is biology. No, they're the same. They're interchangeable. And write me all the emails you want. But trust me, I'm going to get some doofus email from some doofus who thinks they're right about this. Gender and sex in human beings is the same. So that's kind of a dumb ruling. Uh, next hour, we'll have Dave Coleman and a whole lot more. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Coming right back. This is the Joe Pags Show.